Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's for the city, man. Big, big, big bow in the eclipses. The Astros 2017 World Series Champions. The Houston Texans select. Clint, Clint. Deshaun Watson. He's time representing you. Holy Toledo. Oh, Toledo. The Rockets are world champions for the second year in a row. The city, man, you don't want no problems. Now, Clutching Sunday. Clutch City Sunday with Michael Connor and Brian LaLima. Clutch City Sunday. On Sports Talk 790. Swing and a miss. Wilkerson down on strikes on the curveball, and that is the ball game. All Astros tonight as they blow out the Baltimore Orioles by a final of 23-2. That is eight consecutive victories for the Astros. My favorite part of that highlight is Robert Ford being so casual about it. The Astros beat the Orioles 23-2. to We'll see you tomorrow for the matinee to wrap this thing up. Oh, what's up? It's Clutch City Sunday here on Sports Talk 790. Michael Connor here with you this morning. Brian LaLima is off at a wedding in the Dominican. Pray for his stomach that he is um, not drinking the alcohol down there, and he will come back alive. If you keep up with the news, you know how much of a problem that has been for uh, a lot of people that go to the Dominican that are American, but I'm being serious. Just come back alive, Brian. He'll be back with us next Sunday. Uh, I am at home today, to be honest with you. Jackson is in the studio. I am a 10-year high school graduation, or graduate, I keep calling it graduation. Um, what the hell is it called, Jackson? I'm blanking. Reunion. Reunion, why am there I you re- go. Blanking on the, yeah, why am I blanking on that word? I don't know. I kept doing that last time. Like, it's my graduation. That right there is enough of a sign that you're getting old. I'm creeping towards 30, and it's like, oh, my God, here we go. So we did that last night, and the entire time I'm watching the Astros game, and at one point when Jordan hit the hit the grand slam, I just I, I let, yelled out because we were at Carbock, and I yelled out, oh, my God. Um, because what they did last night was just downright silly. And the Baltimore Orioles are terrible. Absolutely terrible. And you should just beat them down like this to an extent. Friday night, 3-2. to two, I mean, they played a good grinded-out type of baseball game, made life difficult on you. Last night, that was what this series should be because that team is so bad. And to watch Jordan Alvarez, and I know that the third home run comes against a position player. I don't care. You still have to hit it over the fence. And, yeah, it's easier to do that. But that guy is just – and we we talked about it a little bit on Friday uh, when we are doing the Sean Salisbury show. The, the amount of coverage that the rookies – there's a ton of good rookies in baseball this year. So many. I, Toronto's got – what, they've got Bichette now. <laughs> they have – Vlad Guerrero, Kevin Biggio, and Biggio's not, I mean, but you know what I'm saying. Those are those are names that are worthy of the love. Pete Alonzo for the Mets is getting a ton of love. I had to pull up the exact tweet from the other day from MLB.com, or MLB, the MLB Twitter account, where they sent out like a picture of like four people, four rookies, and like, who would you rather have? And it's like, and Jordan wasn't on there. It's like, why? But this is a reminder of where we are in Houston, that 
even if this team is as good as it gets, the national coverage doesn't get you to where it deserves to be all the time. For the most part, it does because people recognize what we are. And and I, pr- I always have said it, and I'll continue to say it, I prefer to sit back laying in the weeds and just let these people re- th- not think about the team we have down here. And what he is doing, this is this is greatest rookie of all time type of stuff. This is just downright dumb. He's the first Astro to hit three home runs in a game as a rookie. The, I mean, it's just... It's downright silly, and he hits everything, and I and I keep trying to find a way to. I mean, I guess to 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 think that there's going to be some sort of slump, that there's going to be something that happens that he doesn't look like this. I don't know if I can. I think I'd be reaching for it. Jordan, by the way, now fifty-one runs batted in. It's the most by any player in Major League history through his first 45 games. You know who held the previous mark? Ted Williams. He had 47 in his first 45. Jordan has 51. He shares company. He, he, I shouldn't say he shares because he exceeded it. He's mentioning a sentence with Ted Williams. And it's deserving. 17 home runs through 45 games. It beats the Astros record as well. George had that 11 and 45 back in 2014. It's just da- I I my mind keeps being blown and you can join us at 713212579 this morning. They are in this portion of the schedule of course where it's going to be it's going to get tough at some point it's become get a little monotonous before they get another day off. They absolutely are taking care of their business where they shouldn't. He is leading the charge of it. And again, I know that it was easy. And every, Hey, like everybody went out and ate last night. They all did. And Jordan, the biggest of them all, with three homers and seven runs batted in. Like I said, first rookie in the history of the franchise with three homers. And the second to have a seven RBI game. The other was a guy who's been... T- what were the odds J.R. Tolls gets talked about twice in a week? Like slim and none? Jared Tolles had his record, franchise record for RBI tied the other day when Yuli did it with eight, and then Jordan had the the most the second most RBI in a game since J.R. Tolles in that same eight eight RBI game last night with his seven, and it was the Astros' eleventh Grand Slam of the season last night, which extended their frame. I mean, just there's I'm sitting here just pulling pulling up the Astros' notes here. The 23 runs scored. Set a franchise record, besting 21-5. to They scored back in October of 2015 against the Arizona Diamondbacks. It was also the most runs scored in Major League Baseball this season. The 21-run win marked their largest uh, margin of victory in franchise. Like, it's just, it's, it's fun. And today, I set the number on Friday at 33 runs for the weekend. Could they actually get there? They might. They actually might because, damn, Baltimore is terrible. And I'm just going to sit back like you guys and watch this Jordan show continue. I'm not – you if, if you've listened for a while, you know that I'm not in for all of the crazy hot takes in the world. And I am going to say it like I did on Twitter the other day. I know it's a lot. I know that it, to some people it's going to be like, whoa. I mean, because it's hard to do it with a, with a guy that's not established like some of the greats 
already. Because we have a team here in Houston that's full of greats. And this guy might end up being the best hitter of all of them. Everything that I watch tells me that that could be the case. And I think we, we live in a world where we love the analytics of it. We're, we're, we buy in as fans with the numbers because we have a franchise that the numbers have won. They have told us the story. They have, they've proven that you going this way is the smartest way to do it. But there's something that, you, that is always going to ex- exist to an extent with the human eye, the human element to it. And to me, you watch him and the, the, the feeling down in the gut on top of the numbers saying, oh my God, this guy is stupid. He's going to win MVPs. He is a freaking machine. He's so different. I mean, we've gone through a stretch, and it's really since that since 14 when George came up. From him to Carlos to Bregman. I'm not going to include any pitchers because it's different, obviously. There's been plenty of names there. But from those three, think about them. When George came up, he hit home runs. He ended up hitting 20 in his time that season before he got shut down with the hamstring, I believe it was at the time. And But you could see he was special. You could see that he was really good. He was worth the hype that he was getting. Correa came up and hit. Like he he was he was a monster. He won he won that rookie of the year and was awesome. He did in clutch moments. And that tank shot he had last night, four hundred and seventy four feet, my God. And yes, the baseballs are so freaking juiced. I mean, it's not even funny. I don't care though. I do not care. But Correa, you could see it. But there was, there was, as a rookie, and he still has this same weakness today, there was a weakness you could find. Slider down and away. Breaking ball down and away. Like, that's the one thing. It's hard to be a rookie and only have one thing. Bregman came up and struggled. We know about that. Like, what, two for 34, two for 38, whatever it might have been. And then he found it and became Bregman and really became Bregman last year, and he's starting to get the batting average. But there's not many weaknesses in his game. Incredible discipline. Doesn't swing out of the zone. Doesn't chase. Plays an incredible third base. I can find his weakness at the plate. If I get him leaning too much, I know I can get him away and then bring the fastball back up and in, I can get him there. But, again, that's so rare to even get that because he's just that damn good, too. But then there's Jordan, and that's why this is different. Of all... And these are established guys, I get it, that are all-stars and on tracks to be potential Hall of Famers one day. And Jordan's played 45 games, I know. And it feels like it's nuts to have these type of thoughts consistently with him. But as each day passes, it's more proof that no, it's not. And that feeling of in the gut where you're just like, okay, this is this this guy is different than even the best. It's real. He can reach anything to the inside portion of the plate. He can reach anything to the outside portion of the plate. Velocity has not phased him. The breaking balls have not phased him one bit. He crushes those things. If you're looking for a batting average against a specific pitch, his bat. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Average against breaking balls aren't as good as his fastball, but that's like the case with most players. But he's walloped a, bu- a bunch of home runs again because he sits back on everything. He hits it to all fields, which all the Astros greats do. Not to the extent from the get-go. I mean, Correa was a great opposite field hitter when he came up. You could just see he has one of those swings that he learned to hit the baseball with the thought of hitting it to right center first. Same goes for Jordan. To hit it to left center as a lefty. He hits everything. And I still sit there and I watch it and I go, how is this guy real? At the age of 22, he was on the radar. We were talking about him before the season started. We talked about him last season before the season started because you could you could go down to spring training and you'd run into him. You'd be like, damn, this guy is – I can remember the first time I saw him before the 17th season. And I looked at him and I go, that is a that man is a tree. He's built like a tree. And they're like, yeah, that's Jordan Alvarez. Keep Pay attention to him. And I was like, okay. And it's become, it's hard to believe that he was in the minor leagues and he had good spring training. We got the glimpse of him. I couldn't have ever imagined this happening. The money should have been on Kyle Tucker, but yeah, it's um, it's silly. I'm going to get to you all on the phones next, 713-212-5790. We're talking Jordan as he has continued to crush baseballs and do his thing. We also have to get into the dumb football stuff before we get out of here just for at least a segment because the football world is silly, and that means Antonio Brown is at the front of it because he is the captain of drama. Clutch City Sunday, Michael Connor here with you this morning. Brian LaLima off. We'll get back into the Strohs and your calls on them next year on Sports Talk 790. The Astros World Series champions. The Rockets are going to do it again. Real winners play and real Texas talk on Sports Talk 790. Clutch City Sunday here on Sports Talk 790. Just Mike O'Connor here with you this morning. Brian Lima's off in the Dominican. I'm sure he had beverages last night, too, like I told you that I did. I had a lot of them, and I took in that Astros game in glory. Damn it, I'm paying for it this morning. I'm going to have me a big old bowl of cereal after this show and go right back to bed and wake up and watch Jordan Alvarez and the Astros just crush baseballs later. Chris Gordy has the on-deck show coming up at 11 o'clock. Uh, 12.05 is the first pitch for the Astros. Look for another sweep. Uh, and How many home runs will he hit today? Well, we can all guess before the end of the show. It's 713-212-5790. Let's get to the phones and go to Will first this morning. What's up, Will? Hey, good morning, Michael Connor. Hey, good morning, Michael Connor. Big fan of the show. Long-time listener. Well, thank you, Will. Hey, and also, uh, so, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but you and I are probably the same age. If you have your 10-year high school reunion coming up, I have mine as well sometime in October. I haven't decided if I'm going to go yet. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to go last night, but um, my girlfriend wanted to go, and, you know, oh. we had drinks. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but we, we had a good time. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah, they're, 
they want to have ours at the Heights Beer Garden right there, I think, on Shepherd and, and 610. So, I mean, it's a pretty yuppie spot. It's all right. But uh, as, hey, as long as there's alcohol, be- that's all that matters. True. That's that's right. Um, but anyways, yeah, I just want to get to the Astros. I mean, yeah, I was watching last night's game, uh, and, and I was just so excited. I'm glad that, you know, Jordan and uh, the other guys are just really living up to, to the billing. I mean, uh, you know, Altuve, Springer, those guys are, are always going to light it up. But, I mean, Correa looks like he's really in his midseason form, just hoping he can make it till uh, – or really just the, re- the remainder of the year, right? But uh, – you know, I've always enjoyed listening to your show just because, like I alluded to earlier, you and I are the same age, so we have the same perspective on things, kind of, uh, you know, been following the teams. And, and this particular Astros team trajectory, I mean, it just seems like if they don't win the series, it's a letdown. I just want to get your thoughts on that. Um, a little bit on the Texans. I mean, I watched a Thursday, uh, not with too much uh, enthusiasm. But, you know, what I, one thing I've never understood about Bill O'Brien is, I mean, you know, did, did he honestly have to play Kiki Cootie? I mean, we all know your top three receivers are Fuller, Cootie, and Hopkins. I mean, now you got the Vincent Smiths and that Johnson guy. These guys are the ones that are fighting it out for the four, five, and six spots. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I'll hang up and listen. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Will. I appreciate it. Enjoy that high school reunion, too. And uh, don't be a stranger. But the um, first of all, the, to the Astros' point of it, yeah, Um this team is this team is special. This team is so far and I know that the Dodgers are going to be a test. The Yankees will be a test if you face them. I mean everybody's going to be a test. This team should win it all. And I got that feeling again like we had in 17. I don't know why and I can't completely I can explain it because of the talent. That team felt just beyond special, but this team is beyond special. I think that they know it. That's that's what I love about watching them play the game of baseball is they know just how damn good they are. But it's not like it goes to their head and screws them completely up. Like they, it's a good cocky. And I think that if you got them away from everybody and you asked them right now like, you know you're going to win the whole thing, right? They would all say yes. Their one, two, three, we know this in the rotation is silly. Followed by a four that's been incredible. Aaron Sanchez, you know, wasn't great last night. He's okay. But he's 2-0 and as an Astro. He looks like he's rebounded quite a bit. His usage is different. Like, And then you just, I don't know how, and I, again, I know you're facing Baltimore. And they should be putting up crazy, but... Even against a team like Baltimore, and I, I think we far, forget it as fans, like somebody was just lighting up Twitter, my Twitter the other night with just something about spring or this, spring or that, and then I was like, okay, calm down. It's not that easy to get through a game. I mean, it's You can play Baltimore, the Baltimore Orioles of the world, and they're still major league pitchers, even if they're not the best ones. And to put a bat to a ball is just so difficult. And to watch them do it the way that they do and to get through that lineup, good freaking luck to anybody that wants to do it. I they, they should not be scared of a single team in baseball. I know they're not. Everybody's going to fear them when they walk through the door, and they're going to have a dog fight down the stretch. And, and you know, maybe I should fear the Yankees a little bit more, but I, and I don't know why. 
I can't find myself completely fearing them at all because I do know what their pitching is, and they're going to give up runs. The Astros have allowed on the season a total of 461 runs, their staff has. The Yankees have allowed 543. The Yankees have a, they're what, one game worse than you? And yes, you need to get this home field. And I want to get greedy with it, and I want to go take the home field throughout the entire playoffs. You're game back at the Dodgers for that. I want the best record in baseball. It's probably going to take 105 wins. Maybe. 106. Should get there. And you put anybody coming through Minute Maid Park in the postseason where that place is nuts. Good luck coming in and winning. Because, by the way, they're also 43-15 and on the year at home. But I don't want the only thing that lingers with me and it will, is going to New York. I think this team would overcome it because they're just that damn good to where I think that 2017 team hadn't been there and done that before. And when things got bad, it got bad in that series. They had a lot of guys that had been in those type of situations, but their best players hadn't, and now they have. I would just prefer to not have to play four of those games up there because that place was actually, there was an actual, to me, home field advantage when you go into that stadium. That place was loud, and they're nasty. They are a nasty group of people in terms of, now, there, you might be a Yankee fan out there listening, and I'm not calling you a nasty person. But I'm talking about when you're, they're in that stadium and they're yelling, they're doing their thing. That was a nasty group. They said a lot of bad stuff. They, they <laughs> I heard more. And it was hard to bite my tongue and walk through that stadium than I ever had in my life. But again, the Yankees can't match Verlander. On paper, of course. They can't match Cole. They can't match Grinky. Hell, the, they can't match Wade Miley. They signed Jay Happ to like a three-year, 30-something million dollar deal in the offseason to keep him, and he's been straight ass. The Astros signed Wade Miley for $4.5 million, and he's been one of the best pitchers in the American League this year. It shows you. Give me that, plus this offense, the way they're going. Just find their way through this season. If they don't get the home field advantage in one of the spots, fine, whatever. Roll the ball out and let's play. I don't care. And I don't think they will either. But, yeah, they should win it. They really should. And I do think they will. And I'll keep saying it. They're going to walk away for the second time in three years with another title. They're that good. Then the Texans stuff that you asked there, Will. I mean, that Bill O'Brien, I don't know why he plays people. I don't. QT, I guess I get it from an extent because he didn't barely play last season because he was hurt. And that was kind of freakish stuff. And if he's getting worried about how people are calling him, he needs mentally upstairs, got to block that stuff out. Because I need my my Texas Tech guy to step up and not be, uh, you know, fragile in terms of the head head part of it too. Hopefully the body won't always be, but the head, I don't need that as well. Let's get Mike in real quick before our timeout. 713-212-5790. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's going on? Not much. Uh, I got two questions. Um, Julia. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, is her position changed or did they give her a promotion? I believe she's on the road right now with the team uh, doing her normal stuff. Why? Because uh, sometimes she's, there's been a fill-in for her every once in a while. Well, some of those uh, games she was doing the she was doing the uh, the pre and post game because because Kevin Eschenfelder was off, so I, she just kind of uh, okay. bounces between those two roles when they need her. I think. All right. Okay. One more question. Friday afternoon, uh, somebody was on, and I can't remember who it was, but he was talking about uh, the new show. Uh, Yellowstone with Kevin Costner. Yeah, we were talking about that Friday morning. Yeah, Friday morning. Well, y'all got me stuck, and I binge-watched Yellowstone. Have you watched all the way through season two? Season one and season two. Okay, I'm still not done with season two. I'm not caught up yet on season two, but it's worth it, huh? You got to see up until... Uh, this next show, it is it is a great show. Yeah, I'm through You're episode one of season two. It's great. Up. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do that later today. Some of it. I couldn't I couldn't put the TV down. <laughs> Good. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, man. We'll we'll see we'll see you, Mike. Appreciate the phone call. Seven one three. 713-212-5790 is the number to join us. Yeah, if you have not watched the show Yellowstone, we were talking about it Friday morning. Um, best show out there. I loved Game of Thrones like everybody else. It's a better show. I, Sons of Anarchy, one of my favorite shows ever. Better show. Seinfeld, it's a completely different category, I know. Probably the greatest TV show ever. Better show. I don't know, I can't say that. Seinfeld's great. It's up there, though. It is top... Three, probably. Best shows I've ever watched. Watch it. 713-212-5790. Again, the phone number to get in here. If you want to talk some Strohs, Jordan Alvarez, what he has been doing. Have to talk about this Antonio Brown thing, and we will do that next here on a Clutch City Sunday. Clutch City Sunday returns. returns. Once again, Michael Connor and Brian LaLima. Well, Lima's not here because he's slacking like a fool on the beach in the Dominican. Michael Connor, though, here with you. Jackson Gatlin's producing the things. Bringing us back with the good music, too. 713 212 is the phone number to join us. Um, if we're talking about places to go, Jackson, would you go to the Dominican? I think I would. Yeah, why not? You even seen all the stories about people dying, drinking the out the, the bootleg alcohol that's become a problem down there. That I did not know, and suddenly I am reconsidering my decision. It looks like it's beautiful, and from everything I've gathered, Lima's still alive. He has not died yet. 
and I don't think he's going to. I think he'll be okay, but um, I don't know. I just I keep giving him a hard time because I don't think I could go to there. I don't think I could go there at all. I would just have too much of a oh, this is going to. It's just one of those ones. I'm going to we're going to Paris and to London later in the year, and um, I'm not worried about that one like I would be the Dominican. Maybe I should be. Because I stick out, I don't know if you know this, I stick out like a sore thumb. I, you, can, you can spot American in me from 10 miles away. I don't know how that plays in other countries. We'll find out. Maybe I'll take the access with me. I can do some shows from over there. It'd be like, you know, middle of the night. That's okay. One thing that I do know is that they don't have this dumbass story over there, wherever the hell they are. This Antonio Brown stuff. If you missed it on Friday, first of all, I finally sat down Friday and watched Hard Knocks, and it was okay, whatever. I didn't think it was what it, I didn't. I expected more out of it because it has Gruden. Excuse me for a second. I expected more. Gruden was okay. He had some good lines, but not a hundred percent Gruden. I did like his cutting of the guy from uh, Last Chance You. Like, he was just, like, tired of it, and that just shows you just how a guy can go to practice in that world and deal with that stuff is, like, show up and just not try. Dude, you're you're playing for money at the professional level. And a chance to make it when you were undrafted and you were on some team, you became famous, it just... That's whatever. Well, obviously, Antonio Brown has been a big storyline of that show so far. And he has not been practicing. The feet, I, if, I swear to God, if I see a picture of the feet one more time on ESPN, I'm going to drive to Bristol and drop deuce on the president of the company's desk. Because the last thing I need to see is those gross-ass feet one more time. Do it again. I dare you, ESPN, and test me. But he's a character. He pushed himself out of Pittsburgh. And I think it was, I saw somebody tweet it again the other day. Larry Fitzgerald talked about it in the offseason. Larry Fitzgerald, one of the greatest wide receivers to ever do it, one of the best professionals to ever handle his business as well. And he's like, Antonio's going to get to Oakland, and he's not. He's going to realize how, how good he had it in Pittsburgh. Because Pittsburgh consistently wins. As much as you have to deal with Ben Roethlisberger, and yeah, he's a total diva as well. He pushed himself out of a, a perfect, great situation. Now, I, mean, I don't think that going to Oakland's the worst situation in the world because they do have a has some talent, and I still believe Derek Carr is going to be half decent. <clears throat> um, but he brought the act that he had out there in Pittsburgh that I think did drive and wear some people thin with him to Oakland, which you knew he would. And what it is about that damn position, the receiver position, where guys will act like this, I just don't get. I guess it's because you have the you know you're the fastest guys in the field and. You could do the craziest stuff. And, look, he is – he's like everybody else. He's, his career keeps going the way he's been going. 
he is absolutely going to be the one of the greatest wide receivers to ever play the game when he walks away and we talk about him. But if I'm Oakland, I'm already like, this is old, fast. From the feet stuff. How? I mean, that's not the first time he's been into a cryotherapy chamber or whatever it is. That There's no way. How do you not go in there with the proper stuff on your feet to keep your feet from getting frostbite? It's so dumb. But what do you expect out of Antonio Brown? That's what he does. So now that he has that, he's not practicing apparently more than anything. The biggest reason he's been sitting out of practice is because he wants to use his old helmet that the NFL's outlawed. Because there's some... This is the NFL, and they've, they've created some group that certifies helmets, blah, 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 because they're trying to cover their own ass from future litigation. And, look, it's never going to happen. People are going to sue you. People are going to have head injuries. Just, just let them wear what they want. As long as it's – how is it – I mean, well, I guess technology changes and, you know, everything – Suddenly this helmet's not safe. He was one of like 10 guys that was able to wear an old helmet last year. And he doesn't want to do it now because it messed. This is the most diva part of it all. You can't see out of the helmet, out of the new helmet, but you can see the old one you see out of better. It makes no sense. It's a helmet. And you're not showing up to practice. He's threatening to not play football anymore because of the helmet. He wants his old helmet. And honestly... If the NF, the guy's dumb enough to want, he doesn't care clearly if his head gets hurt. Just make him sign some agreement that says, okay, well, you can't sue us one day when you have a, have a head issue that you're going to the doctor for and you suddenly can't, you know, walk or whatever. If he wants to go ahead and use that damn helmet, let him use the helmet. But to not show up. Because of a helmet. And could you imagine playing with a guy on the, on your team? I'd want to punch him right in the nose. Like, dude, they traded everything in the world for you. They gave you all this money that you already were making because you whined and moaned about needing more money. And then you show up and you're not even here with us. And we got the Raiders. Here's the lock of the century. The Raiders, they will suck this year. All of that damn drama that comes with hard, that they brought to Hard Knocks, all of it, and now on top of it, this, the distraction of it. How much longer is that Gruden contract? It almost makes the Texans feel like child's play. Honestly, we bitch and moan, and, and, and they're tough to watch. And apparently, I'm sitting here watching Twitter this morning, and um, if you want. You fire off the the panic alarms this morning. Apparently, Deshaun Watson can't be protected at practice. The Texans' offensive line is is having a very rough day at practice. It's practice. I don't care. But I've seen everybody tweeting about how off the line looks. Yay! But honestly, for as much of a you-know-what storm that the Texans can be, They act. They they don't look nearly as awful as what the Oakland Raiders do at this very moment. Because the Oakland Raiders, 
are proving again that a bleep show and then you put it on TV, it's going to be a long season for them. Good freaking luck with it. I'll take our concerns and yelling about offensive line play and whatever else the Texans give us and Bill O'Brien's terrible and we want him fired over that mess because it is an absolute mess. 713-212-5790 is the phone number to join us. We'll wrap up the show with the good stuff in the city, the Astros, and the man on the hill today, plus your phone calls right here on a Clutch City Sunday. This is Clutch City Sunday. Sunday. Here are Michael Connor and Brian LaLima. Yeah. Final segment of Clutch City Sunday. Michael Connor this weekend. Back in full to two hours next weekend, and Brian LaLima will be back. Most days we do a show, I don't pray for a short show. Today was a day I was like, when... Jackson reminded me that this was only an hour show today, and I knew that I was going out for my high school reunion last night. I was like, okay, that's fine, because I know I'm hurting, and I, I'm dead serious. When I get done with this show, I'm walking the 10 feet back into the bedroom, and I'm going back to bed. And then I'll watch the Astros in about an hour, which Chris Gordy will have you for the on-deck show uh, here in 10 minutes or so uh, to get you set. Justin Verlander on the mound today. We're going to talk about him in just a second before we wrap things up, but I want to get to the Phone calls that we have. Lee is up. They're on a Clutch City Sunday. Hello, Lee. Man, thank God Antonio Brown could run a route and catch a football. This man couldn't make it in any field of life, and he's barely making it. And the NFL is one of the greatest of all time. He's just that much of a moron. This whole helmet gate thing or whatever's going down, I know the Raiders gave up so much and all this mumbo-jumbo. But they're not winning the Super Bowl either way. They need to greatly, definitely look in to voiding this man's contract. There has to be some type of clause about injuring yourself in a cryo chamber. And please don't put the helmet on. Please leave the helmet. Play without the helmet. Please play without the helmet so when you get go across the middle, you can get knocked the you-know-what out. How? How could anyone justify this type of foolishness? John Gruden, I'm sure, is losing respect and credibility in that locker room every day by even pretending like Antonio Brown is sane. Get this brother some mental help. I am sure I would put my life on it that this man has a myriad of mental illnesses. Oh, I don't want $30 million because I want to wear my cool helmet that's over a decade old. Take the helmet off. Give him a leather helmet. Let him play with a beanie. Let him play. Let him turn the cap backwards. Who cares? Bottom line is the Raiders need to cut ties with this guy. They're not winning a Super Bowl. So why destroy the culture of your team? Football is a team sport. Heck, a lot of life is about being able to comply. I know the guy is great. He's one of the best ever. But nobody is worth this type of crap. Lee, thank you for the phone call. I'm with you. Like that type of I, – I would, I would be out on – I would not be excited to be a fan of the Raiders and to be dealing with that. And Gruden says, oh, we're going to support him and all that. It just makes you – I mean, I look back here in Houston and just – appreciate what the hell Deshaun Watson is. Or Deshaun Watson, that's the quarterback, dumbass. DeAndre Hopkins. 
I was just reading something about Deshaun Watson at practice today. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, what he has been in terms of, think about the crap that guy's dealt with. All the terrible quarterbacks. Now he gets Deshaun here. Um, and he just goes to work. And he get, he got paid, like all of them. And he puts up incredible numbers every single year. And he's not anywhere near, I mean, like, I shouldn't say anywhere near. He's not an issue. There's nothing. You never. He didn't show up for practice one time, I think, when he was doing his little contract thing. But now it's like, you don't, I mean, you're not going to hear anything. It just makes you appreciate it quite a bit. And I wouldn't want to deal with that Antonio Brown crap. It would drive me nuts. I don't believe it for a second what Gruden said. You know Gruden behind closed doors. Maybe we'll see it on Hard Knocks this week. Is like going to lose his mind. I'm not going to put mental illness on him just yet. So I'm not a doctor there, Lee. So um, good luck with that diagnosis. I will say that. One thing that I can diagnose to you is that the Astros are great and that Justin Verlander is fantastic, and we're about to get going with them in just a little while. Again, on-deck coverage starts uh, at 11 here on Sports Talk 790. Chris Gordy with you for that. Verlander today looking to pick up another victory at 15-4 and four so far on the season, which leads all Major League Baseball to 15 wins. Lead the AL in innings pitched at 157 and two-thirds. Leading the AL and ERA at 268, leading the league at a whip of .812. He's having, again, a Verlander season. 206 strikeouts. It's on a pace to strike out 250-plus again. Did 290 last year, career high. Like watching Jordan, you always kind of wonder, you know, when is something going to slip up? And nothing has. And I think we're watching a different Verlander this year from the extent of he's <laughs> and it's hard to say different because just his inc- his run as a Houston Astro is it's mind blowing. He's sixty three starts into his Astros career now. He's thirty six and thirteen with a two forty six. And his whip as an Astro, his whip, and if you don't know what whip is, is walks plus hits plus innings pitched. And you'd add all those up for a pitcher and the average if you can average about one that's elite status. Verlander as an Astro in his career is .846. If he finishes in this .8 range here and if he could somehow dip it back below that, because he doesn't allow hits. Look at his hits per nine, leading the league. He's, he's allowing just 5.4 hits per nine. That's silly. He doesn't walk a lot of guys. He's going to pass his walk number from last year. He only walked 37 last year. In 34 starts, he's at 33 through 24 this year. We know about the home run ball, still leading the league in that, but don't even don't even flinch at it, honestly. I don't. And I don't know sitting here today that with all that he's doing, that he's going to win the Cy Young. And I kind of hate it. Now, we're going to celebrate it either way because – I'd put a lot of money on the Cy Young coming to Houston with him or Cole than anybody else. But honestly, Garrett Cole might win it because Garrett Cole's going to strike out 315 batters or so, maybe even more. If he doesn't have another single-digit low strikeout game, he could push like 
325. He's having a historic season as well. But to me, and I, and I go back and forth with myself, like I'm like, well, Cole's, the numbers are so similar. Like I don't know where you go. But I would go Verlander. Wins aren't everything. Wins matter to these pitchers still because it's on your baseball card, and you go look at it, and people put that stuff. You know, we know it. He's over 200 wins, Justin is. 219 now. 300 is in play for him. People want to act like you know there's never going to be a 300-game pitcher. He's, he's going, if he's able to defy what he is trying to defy, and he takes such great care of himself, people make the comparison to me. He is like the Tom Brady of baseball. Do, do you have any doubt that this guy's going to pitch till he's 40 and he wants to pitch into his 40s? If he does that, he's going to end up winning 300 games. He's that good. But to be at the level that he's at from when he got traded here in August of 2017, end of August, to now, he's having his best run of his career. He's the best pitcher he's ever been. We know this. This all speaks a lot about the Astros. We're at 24 starts. Today's his 25th start of the year. He's going to get to that 34 number again. He's got 15 wins. The way that this team puts up offense, he's going to win about... If he makes ten, He's making 10 more starts. He's getting, what, 7 wins? He should get to 22 which isn't even his career high, actually. He had 24 wins back in 2011 when he won the Cy Young and the MVP. And last year, and this is going to be the tale of the... It's going to be the tale of the voters. Last year they told us that wins don't matter. Innings don't matter. Verlander had the innings, had the strikeouts, had all the peripheral numbers that were better than Blake Snell that... Justin Verlander was, should have been the Cy Young Award winner last year. Should have been. My mind, should have been. All the advanced numbers say he was the better pitcher. He was great. Nothing against Blake Snell. He was great, too. There's something to valuing the innings and valuing the starts and all that. This guy has all of that. All of it. And he's going to have all of it again this year. So he'll probably end up winning it. What I do know is that you'll get to see him out there and hear him on the mound in just a few minutes. The On Deck Show, Chris Gordy, will have you for that. Take it on Baltimore, looking for the sweep, looking for their ninth straight victory. And guess what? Jordan's in the lineup, like almost all the normal guys. Yuli's uh, off today. Everything will be great. It'll be a fun day, and they'll score like 95 more runs against the Orioles. Appreciate y'all listening. Colin, Jackson in the studio making it happen. I'm going back to bed, plain and simple. I don't feel great. Astros going to win, though, make me feel better. Right here on Sports Talk 790. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.